0: Hey! Hey. This is JJ and Alex. I made a name for myself. I told you I won't be denied. As you wrap up your day, it's time to get your fix of the teams you live for and the sports you love. This is JJ and Alex. Presented by G2G Bars on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: Welcome back. It's another edition of JJ and Alex. JJ to my right, sitting on a beautiful leather couch. How are you feeling over there, If JJ? I fall asleep today, I apologize I forgive to everybody you. listening. I forgive you because it's a tough position to be in it's here. It's Friday and you put me in a couch? Yep. All leather. This is a terrible idea. Gosh, what I hate is that Vidal brought some donuts over to us.
2: It, like, what are you doing, man? I know. You put us in a couch. You give us donuts on a Friday Su- afternoon. A sugar
1: coma. Really? Right before the show? I'm
2: starts? I'm already
1: like. Oh, come on, man. Uh, hey, but you know what? Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put one of these in a nice Ziploc bag. They're a heart-shaped donuts, and I'm gonna wait until next <laughs> Wednesday, and that's when I strike. It's only five days. <laughs>
2: it'll still be good. That's when
1: I strike with the romance. It'll be. It'll hey, still be. Hey, sweetheart. Here's this Ziploc baggie with a. It's not a day-old donut. It's a seven-day-old donut. It's perfect. All right. We are at the <laughs> the perfect regift for the person you love. Uh, we're at the warehouse. If I didn't mention that, we're on the leather couch because we're at the warehouse today. JJ, it's exciting. We're giving away a Rodney Hood bobblehead. Is that right over here? <laughs> That's got to be worth some money at now, this point. Hey, some money is right. <laughs> it's worth some money is right. Uh, the amount. I mean, you can go infinites in, infinitesimal numbers, uh, all the way to zero. So so this is crazy because
2: I remember Rodney Hood being of course drafted. I covered that draft in New York. It was the same draft as Dante Exum. And Boy, what a draft. <laughs> we're giving away a bobblehead today. He's thirty one years old now. Nice. When and was the last game he played for the Jazz? The Jazz?
1: Yes. Uh two thousand eighteen. Come on down to the warehouse, get a Rodney Hood bobblehead. <laughs> Twenty eighteen vintage. The and the classic now, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, you don't need to tell me his jersey number. The classic number five that Rodney Hood, of course, wore. I'm still waiting to see if they're going to hang five in the rafters for Rodney Hood. He but, hasn't uh, played since 2001, 2022. 2021, 2022. Hey, there you go. Well, again, like I said, uh, when somebody retires, it's worth even more. Hey, J.J. will sign it for you. All right? And that, <laughs> might, that, might make the, that might increase the value. <laughs> okay, I'm making fun of our jazz gear that we have here, but it's actually we do have some – we got some shirts – that are not Rodney Hood sh- shirts. We do have a jazz paperweight that's pretty sweet, though. That's timeless. Okay, so you don't need to. And then, of course, we're rolling out. We still have the good candy. I'm, I'm actually glad we uh, we saw the good candy. So the good candy's here. Come down to the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West, right here in Salt Lake City. Uh, there is a clearance sale, and Tom kind of overdid it on the uh, on the on, on the stuff that he brought in, the shipments that he brought in. When he overdoes it on the shipments, that means he's got to get stuff out. And that's where you come in, and you can steal some stuff between 50 and 80% off. All right? So let's get this thing going. Uh... <laughs> come for the Rodney Hood bobblehead. <laughs> Stay for the furniture deals. I just got a text from Lloyd. We've got to figure out getting rid of that, that bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No. Uh, come down and grab the, the T-shirt and the uh, paperweight, though. Let's go. We've got tons to get to. Not limited to, oh, Christian, we got some breaking news. Hit the old breaking news sounder. Let's do this thing, man. All right. JJ from the uh, Jazz News Desk, what do you have for us here? Breaking
2: news from the Utah Jazz. What? The Jazz have waved Kevin Knox II. Just a press release issued moments ago. The Utah Jazz have waved forward Kevin Knox II. Knox, 6'7", 215 out of Kentucky, was acquired by the Jazz via trade with Detroit on February 8th. End of press release.
1: Uh, so the, the, uh, the, the Kevin Knox era has come to an end. It was a Kevin Knox era. So, uh, we kind of knew this is the thing I was telling you before the show, I go, trades like yesterday are so hard to explain to a 15 year old who's getting into basketball.
2: (laughs) They're hard to explain to 35 year olds. It's like this.
1: Well, how old, how good's Otto Porter Jr. How good is Kevin Knox's second? I said, uh, Kevin Knox second might not see the floor ever for the jazz. And then here we are. And he's like, well, then how does that work? Well, I thought it was a trade. And then you start trying to explain, uh, you know, the finance sheets and how it works with the trades and how it works with salary dumps and how it works – that – it just doesn't make sense to people. So the, we geek out on, on – uh, we geek out on these days, right? We love, we love talking about the trade deadline, and yet at the same time, it's because we're such nerds about, about it and, and obviously it makes an impact on the, what the Jazz are going to be doing long term – but in the short term, I've told you, it is so hard to explain why these acquisitions were made, why that they're important, all these things. So, uh, Kevin Knox Jr., I don't know. You tell me what they're going to do with, with uh, Otto Porter Jr. You have a, you have a plan I, for him in the rotation? I don't know if they're going to
2: waive him or just continue to pay him. He's had a, a foot injury. Uh, He played just 23 games for the Raptors in the last two seasons. Yeah. You remember, of course, he was a key member of the uh, Warriors' last championship and kind of had a rejuvenation there. But at this point, since he signed with Toronto, just 23 games, uh, eight the first year and then 15 this year, but he's still battling a foot injury um, apparently, and he's been out of the rotation this season for Toronto. So I don't know what the Jazz plan to do or want to do with Otto. We'll find out if he just remains on the roster. And continues to do the same thing, have the same role he had in Toronto, which isn't much of one, or
1: or what they plan to do. We don't know yet. All right, so there you go. There's uh, top of the show some breaking news: the Jazz, of course, uh, releasing Kevin Knox Jr. And uh, yeah, the era we were trying to figure out the a starting five of guys who never played whoa, with the whoa, Jazz. Whoa. Hit the breaking news. No, hold on. We can't we can't break it. Our program director is saying don't mention <coughs> this name ever again. Basically, on our on. I've but heard, but what what do we have? Some breaking news on the. Are you going to take that home? Absolutely. Are you taking the Rodney Hood bobblehead? Rodney Hood bobblehead out the door. Are you going to take the Rodney Hood bobblehead? It's got it. Hey, (laughs) listen. Perfect gift. Lloyd, we gave it away. Don't worry about it. All right? Don't worry about it. the
0: breaking news sounder. (laughs) Don't worry
1: about it. Uh,
2: Okay. 97.5 DSD Sports (laughs) Zone has finally given away
1: the Rodney Hood bobblehead. Lloyd is peeing himself At 3:13 so p.m. Why are on we doing February this? 9th.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, it's it's all good, all right? Here's what we got. Uh so we did we we did that. We have other jazz gear that's not as dated. We have actually good stuff. So come down, we'll do it. Uh put these donuts up on the table too. I don't want to I don't want to look at these donuts. I'm going to eat them all. Put them up on the table over here. All right, you you want that? you want those uh no, Park look, I'm right trying now. to, but here's what I'm doing. You're trying not going to do- wait until Wednesday. Well, no, the, ca- the 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 calorie dump, the, the calories that I'm going to consume need to be Super Bowl Sunday. I can't do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's Thank what I, I've got to wait for. I got to wait for a Sunday if I'm going to do it. Anyway, bottom line is, uh, we're at the warehouse, 1825 South 3rd West. Tom just came through the door. We're excited because he's going to chat with us a little bit about some of these clearance deals that he's got. But let's start the show off. With The Cut, as we always do, our program is brought to you by G2G Bars, all natural ingredients. No preservatives. The G2G Bar, perfect for anybody who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. Uh, And also Trajan Wealth, T-R-A-J-A-N, Wealth.com. Christian, let's hit it. Let's get to The Cut right here at the
0: top. It's time for the biggest story of the day. This is what made The Cut with JJ and Alex on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness the cut. Here we go. Hey, it's Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl weekend. I do want to mention we're going to get some jazz talking a little bit. It was just a rough it was a rough one to watch last night, but I like the effort by everybody. Uh, what did you compare the Jazz loss last night to because we were we are watching a team that went out there without three guys that genuinely got a I mean, Ochai was getting what on an average on an average night, 12-15 minutes. Yeah. And but Kelly Olenek and Simone Fontecchio were getting significant minutes. Yeah. So that shakes up and Simone was obviously a starter in that in that lineup. And so you shake things up, and you have to figure a lineup out. It's a tough night to do it against a guy like KD, who, by the way, when you watch him, I, st- I, I, I just think it's so insane that he's still so freaking good when you watch how smooth that guy is, right? He is so smooth on the floor. He is so good. What I liked last night, though, is you got you got to get Taylor Hendricks in there. You got to embarrass him a little bit, right? You got to get to the league. You got to learn your lessons. You got to get crossed Welcome over. Welcome to the league. You got to get crossed over by uh by KD. Yeah. If not it's I mean that's a badge of honor right there. It's an NBA baptism. Yes, listen. Just do it. And and, and by the way, he had some nice passes. He's got pretty good vision on the court. What did what David Locke tell us the other day? He was like, "Look, Taylor Hendricks getting in and playing hard every night. The NBA, there's no well, I just love to say there's no nights off, but there really isn't for guys who are actual league rotation players they have to play hard they have to play hard every night they cannot take it off and that's something he's going to have to learn and so the loss last night was a little bit of a bummer but um not unexpected so no nobody saw them winning that no no uh, hopefully that uh hopefully this homestand with the warriors lakers warriors of next week is going to be uh is going to be pretty good so uh let me see here But it's Super Bowl – it's freaking Super Bowl Sunday on Sunday, JJ. we got so many things going on here. The The wait is almost over. 48 hours – almost exactly 48 hours away from kickoff. I keep toggling between what my thoughts are about how this one's going to turn out. We're going to give our predictions out, uh, complete with not just – we've also got some – I've got some – what are they called? The prop bets. I've got some prop bets that I'm going to actually run you through as well. And we're going to grade ourselves on Monday. And the winner gets one of these fine prizes. No, we can't – we're ineligible for prizes. But – and the Ronald g- bobblehead's gone, gone, so I'm not really interested in gone. participating. No, uh, I gets, can't believe it's gets gone. Gets the rest of the donuts. Gets the rest of the donuts. There you go.
2: We did it, Alex. <laughs> I know. Like, I can't even focus on anything no, else. I we know. got rid of the no, no, bobblehead. It's good.
1: It's uh, good. Okay, so the NFL before Super Bowl weekend, of course, you get the, you get all of the, uh, the league honors. Uh, we talked about this. I kept wondering, but yeah, but Puka Nakua had not just a really, really good rookie campaign, he had the best rookie wide receiver uh, campaign in the history of the game. I warned you. And you warned me and said, that's fine. And even with some of the injuries that he dealt with, CJ Stroud led a bad franchise to the playoffs and on the brink of getting to the divisional round, too. And. Oh, well, they did get to the divisional round. Or, sorry, uh, to getting to the, the, to the championship AFC championship. Game. Game. Yes. And that is uh, in, not an insignificant uh, you know, accomplishment, and that's something that obviously people are looking at and they go, quarterbacks are always going to get a bump. Quarterbacks always get yep. the benefit of the doubt. Uh, did, did Puka get robbed of the uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year award, though? Like really, really looking at it, trying to like, look at it not through the lens of somebody who's covered the guy through high school like you have. Tell me if you think that, 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 that this was a slight, or did they make the right decision getting C.J. Stroud?
2: Look... What C.J. Stroud did, you just can't ignore it. Uh, the pressure being the number two overall pick. And where that franchise was, the Houston Texans franchise, was so bad. So bad. And for him to go out there. How about D'Amico Ryan, too? I mean, like, my well, goodness. Everything about that organization completely flipped in the space of a year. So you got to give them credit for that. And he just deserves a lot of credit for what he did. Uh, what Puka did was also incredible. When you have two – incredible players like this, you can only pick one. And so I think, you know, and it really wasn't close, to be honest with you. 48 of the 50 first-place bo- votes went to C.J. Stroud. And, uh, and the other two went to another The Nakua got two first-place votes. Oh, he did? Votes. Look at that. So that's, that's significant, and I'm sure he got every second-place vote because there really it was a two-guy race. Sure. But honestly, here's some, let me throw out some other rookies this year. This is a great rookie class. Sam Laporta.
1: Yeah, uh, second team All Pro also as a as a rookie. As a rookie, Jameer Gibbs for the Lions. The yeah. Lions had two big time rookies Crazy. this year. Uh, B. John Robinson had a great year. Zay Flowers with the Ravens. If B. John Robinson is playing for the, let's say even the Lions instead of uh, instead oh, yeah. of Gibbs, does he is he the rookie of the year? Because like honestly, the Falcons are such a dang mess.
2: They were bad offensively.
1: They were so bad, and they didn't They'd have a they don't have the a touches. quarterback. And yeah, that's that's why it's it's kind of a a, a bad thing for him. He's going to be amazing, but. Yeah, that's a bad situation. And back to Stroud
2: as a rookie in the NFL. Do you know how hard it is to play the quarterback position?
1: I do not. And then to
2: play it in the NFL at a high level? In his rookie year, think about all the mistakes that a rookie goes through and makes. Even somebody who you throw out there in their third year, like Jordan Love, had a little bit of an acclimation this year before he really took off. But Stroud played this entire year as a starter, as a rookie, 23 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. That's an incredible ratio. And so... We all feel like Puka should have won it because we love Puka. We fo- covered Puka. We follow Puka. But if you really step back and look at it objectively and understand the importance of the quarterback position, combined with just how bad that Houston, Texas franchise was a sure. year ago, you can't deny that C.J. Stroud had the more impressive rookie campaign as far as impacting the league.
1: Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, I will say though, do we remember what Vegas had the win-loss uh, over/under on the on the Rams before this season? Three and a half. That's a fair point too. Three and a half, and that team was uh, also a playoff team. Yes. So, you you see what? It's not like he was the one who totally did it, right? The the, the quarterback had, touches the ball in every dang snap, so they make a bigger impact. But Puka to have the the year that he did. The good thing is is nobody looks at it and goes, yeah, he didn't deserve it. He's not that good, right? Yeah. What round did he go in? Third, fourth? Puka? Yeah, or fifth. Fifth. Late fifth. Best value ever by a, by a wide receiver in the uh, first round. No question. About ha- or it. in the in the fifth round. Has he's going to
2: gonna, he's gonna go in those conversations like that include Tom Brady and other late round picks. Now is, it like, is is the NFL, NFL career?
1: Is the NFL like um, everything else where it's like well they see tape on him now they know how to prepare for him and his second year is going to be you know thirty eight catches for four hundred eighty yards mm-hmm. and. So you know what I here's mean? the
2: thing about Puka and about the wide receiver position is you are definitely dependent on your quarterback. You need an offense that's going to throw the ball a lot. And so he's got a great quarterback in Matthew Stafford. He's got an offense that's going to throw the ball a lot. But you also need to be surrounded by other great players. And so look at look at who he's playing next to. You can't just totally lock in on Puka because you got a future Hall of Famer lining up on the other side. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's got guys around him that are so talented. It's really hard in the NFL if you're the only dude on an offense because then they can game plan for you. But when they have to answer to every position on the, on the field on offense, then it's really all about production and what you're able to do. And I think Puka's is just going to be fine. I think as long as he's in the, a situation like that where he's got a great quarterback, great offense – Really good talent around him, especially in that wide receiver group, and I'll include tied in in that, and a good offensive line. Then you're going to be great. And the Rams were good. He wasn't perfect this year, but they got better as the year went along, and they made the playoffs.
1: Will Anderson, not a shock, defensive rookie of the year, out of Alabama.
2: How about the let's the Houston Texans nailing their first two picks? Right, absolute home run hit, perfect for them. And they made a trade to do that. It just I really impressive what they were able to do in that first round, and now you're seeing
1: the fruits of it. Sure, right off the bat, uh, offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. He's the uh, yep. Marshall Falk of of our era. I mean, the guy. And you know what's funny is they don't get the respect, even though he's the most insane athlete you know that you see you know in a long, long time. So I'm 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 a I'm big into I'm big into what what Christian McCaffrey does. I didn't like I don't I don't like the 49ers at all. I don't like. Uh, I didn't like Christian McCaffrey at Stanford. <laughs> like but I'll tell you what, you watch him and you're like, This dude is phenomenal. Yeah and and again, like I said, he's doing stuff and he's and he's doing the work of somebody getting paid twenty five million dollars and he's only getting eleven a year. So that's the kind of that's the difference, right? When you're talking about uh you know what 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 running backs are asked to do and for him he's just such a, a multi tool that it's it's good. Now this one's a controversial one. You ready? Uh Defensive Player of the Year Miles Garrett. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett. Not T.J. Watt that everybody thought that was going to get handed yeah, to. This is, is this one... a slight? Is this a – Yeah.
2: It's tough because Miles Garrett did have a great year, but T.J. Watt, what, did he lead the seat league in right. sacks?
1: Uh, yo, he did. He led, led the league in sacks, and what else? I mean, like, he was kind of – but, but I mean, he missed two games at the very end, right, because of injury? Yeah. But, yeah, right, I mean, that was the biggest – that one was the, the weirdest one for 19 sacks. Miles uh, Garrett had
2: 14. So, if you're going statistically – uh, I'm going T.J. Watt. Here's here's the
1: thing, too. Miles is that-
2: Garrett dominated. The Browns' defense was great. They surprised everybody this year. But T.J. Watt had 19 sacks.
1: Three out of the seven major awards, the Browns won. Yeah. Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. Joe Flacker was the Comeback Player of the Year. Deserved. And here, look, t- how many times has T.J. Watt
2: won it? It's almost like the, the Rudy Gobert in the NBA type thing. You get fatigue. Like, oh,
1: these guys won it like three times. It's Michael Jordan with MVPs. Michael Jordan probably should have won the MVP every year. He played but wait, so how many has TJ won? Because I know JJ won uh, a few, but I don't know if TJ's won a bunch. Is he? he uh, He's won multiple. All right, well. Let me look that up real quick. Spread the, spread the joy. Spread the love, I guess. Give it to somebody else, right? Isn't that what their attitude is? Okay, so Joe Flacco, Comeback Player of the Year, awesome. Coach of the Year, also Browns, Kevin Stefanski. And then your MVP, your league MVP, not a surprise. Uh, but I'm sure. TJ Watt won in 2021. 2021, there you go. So two years ago. Lamar Jackson was your MVP. I thought that was exactly who should have been the guy. Yes, but it makes it it it, it just shows you how bum, how much of a bummer it is that the conversation then goes, yeah, but you can't get that team over the hump, and and, yeah. and that's that's the knock that he's going to get until he shakes it. That's right? the
2: quarterback position. It, it, you if you want to be considered one of the all time greats, you've got to check those boxes. How many quarterbacks have been tortured with those? You know, and Peyton Manning had it for a while, right? Peyton Manning was always, he couldn't win the big one. Right. Until he won the big one. That happens in other sports, too. You look at golf with majors. If a golfer hasn't won a major, they don't earn the respect that perhaps they deserve. The same thing happens in the NFL. Or If a quarterback, they'll
1: do, they'll even if a quarterback get th- doesn't win the Super Bowl, he's looked at differently. Same in the NBA. Golf is funny, too, because it'll actually it'll be like this. Yeah, you win the U.S. Open. Maybe you win the British Open. You never won the Masters. Like you're not right. right we'll, just, we'll just go right. whatever the thing was that you couldn't quote unquote get over we'll the hump. Find with.
2: something, right? <laughs> to say, well, you haven't yeah. have accomplished anything. Yeah, he won two
1: U.S. Opens, but he never won the big one. Never didn't, won the didn't Masters. Didn't get the green jacket. It's like, come on, what a letdown.
2: Oh my goodness. Same with the NBA. How, how many greats didn't win championships? Charles <laughs> Barkley, Carmelo, Patrick Ewing. Long list of guys. Yeah. And how do we look at them differently because John Stockton because they didn't win the championship?
1: What's the big one in the NFL? Dan Marino. Oh, no question. Best quarterback who's never won a Super yep. Bowl. And should have, right? But and had the best coach, you know, one of the best coaches in the history of the game. And he couldn't get over the hump with, uh, with that quarterback. All right. There are your NFL awards. We've got so much more to go on this program. We're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. And Tom, of course, is here with us. I pulled up Tom and I saw the sign that said clearance sale. And I went... That sign does not do justice what we're talking about here because Tom is going to roll out something insane. But part of it is, is that it's a big clearance sale because you got so much stuff, you overdid it with those big deals that you got with those big trucks, and now you got to get it out of here. You what get is stuff What out
3: is next Wednesday? It's
1: the Lovers' Holiday, Sweetheart Day. You got it.
3: This is the sweetheart of all clearance sales nice. in the furniture business. Nice. Ooh. I, I, I am beyond ability to express how much stuff we have to deal with today. So I'm going to dive in and I'm going to do a lousy job because I just got here. Uh, Last time we sat and talked, two days later I went to Arizona to the Mayo Clinic and it looks like I am going to get lungs. You are. A double lung transplant. That's great news. Great news. So that's on the personal side. And to listeners out there, I've had several people tell me they've been praying for me. I appreciate it. Yes, because I need it. It's a big battle now. Because you're
1: all my sweethearts. <laughs> Vidal brought us heart donuts. He loves us. I knew it. Vidal is such a sweetheart. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's look
3: how, he's, that descri- that's how that. he's described. That's uh, how he's described around here. Look at that cute little dimple he's got, face. Look at that.
1: He looks like he's 15, and he's got a, he's got a kid about to go on a mission. Like that's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Go
3: grab me that comfort set, the pink one. Oh, okay. I have a pink and white comfort set. It's a hundred and forty-nine dollar set. It comes with
1: shams. Look at that. Oh, you know what? And that's not. But that's not like. Uh, it's not. It's not weird pink. It's like a. It really is. A, that's a nice pattern on there, and it's bright colored. But it's also something that stands out really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Dad, yeah. Dad. They mom, both look great.
3: Dad or mom, if you are looking for the perfect gift for your daughter, I was going to say this is a twin bed. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, 149 bucks. I'm going to do it. I only have four left.
1: You got four of the same pink?
3: Four of the same pink. Okay, 19.99. Are you kidding? No,
1: I'm serious. All right, you're going to have three left.
3: Okay, you got one. Save that one for me. I have the gray, black. Contemporary, good-looking comforter. Yeah, set, very nice. Two hundred ninety-nine dollars. You can look this up. It's an Ashley, my daughter' product. Mm-hmm. King size. Let's do it for twenty-nine.
1: Oh uh, man! Boom! Boom! All right. It comes with the, uh, it comes with the comforter, right? And you get the two pillow shams. That is the ultimate sweetheart deal. Yeah, that's nice. Now,
3: what's the ultimate love connection? Can we bedroom. say it on the air? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> if, if, uh, if you have a license, I don't care what you do in your <laughs> you bed. You can drive. <laughs> I'll support you. Okay. I'm going to do a king size, solid king, adjustable bed okay. with a king mattress. And it's going to be, um, let's do a therapeutic. Today. Okay. $2,800 mattress. $1200 base set so $4000 package.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I'm going to do it for only cuz that's the only bases I have left.
1: You started at 28 that's or 28s of the mattress. 12 for the base. So we're we're in the We always do this for range.
3: 1999. I'm going to do it Vidal. Uh-oh. You know I'm crazy.
1: You're going to make Vidal's weekend uh you're going to ter- terrorize the guys. Let's go.
3: I'm going to do it for 899.
1: Boom. Wow. I've
3: never done that. There's okay. only four.
1: But, that, but see, if people haven't gotten the adjustable bed before, or they've heard about it, this is great because you get the you get the base, you get the 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 mattress, and I've got the solid king adjustable in my house. It's it'll change your life. You have
3: a split king, I thought.
1: No, we got the well. Oh, we that's solid, right. You have a solid. Yeah, and I love it because I wanted that. I wanted the full. I wanted that big old. Uh, yeah. I wanted that gel matrix bed, the full king, or the big king.
3: Has it improved your kissing and hugging? <laughs> I guess you don't know how to kiss better I do No. Sorry. Listen.
1: I went there. I'm married. When was the last time you kissed somebody? Come on, man. My
3: wife kissed me this morning. She left for work. What are you talking
1: about? Oh my goodness.
3: All right. Last. Last. Got it. I'm going to do a queen. Solid queen. Adjustable bed with a therapeutic Okay. And there's like 3 to choose from, three mattresses. They're all incredible hybrids. There's a traditional, there's a Eurotop come in here i'm gonna blow you away 6.99
1: wow boom
3: boom that's an adjustable bed that should be three grand yeah
1: wow so 6.99 for that one don't miss it this is the sweetheart of all sweethearts
3: we'll do those while supply lasts but i'm going to do deals that we're going to make happen through valentine's day let's
1: go oh through through the middle of next week that's nice okay tom's got us with the deals that's a great start Really great start. Insane numbers. Come down and see it. 1825 no, South insane. 300 West.
3: It's the sweetheart Oh, sorry. Deal. It's
1: it's a lover. It's the lover's deal. No, Eight, the, sweetheart. the sweetheart deal. Have
3: you ever got it? Oh, I got a sweetheart deal on this deal.
1: Oh, yeah. This is the sweetheart deal. It's the deal. sweetheart deal. All right, boom. come down and get the sweetheart boom, deal. Boom. boom, boom, boom. 1825 South 300 West. We are just east of Costco. We're north of the Sam's Club. You can come down and get those deals. Uh, Tom's going to honor them. Those prices, like you just heard, Until they're gone, because the Queen set, there's only three of them. The King, less than ten of those as well. So come down, grab them, get that amazing deal. Eighteen twenty-five South 300. We'll come back. Matt Biamonte, uh, one of our Cougar Sports Saturday hosts, BYU Insider for KSL Sports.com. He's going to give us the wrap-up of what BYU's signing day looked like, plus that bad loss to Oklahoma this week down in Norman, and then taking on Kansas State tomorrow at home. Uh, Stevenson Sylvester also going to join us next hour. We're going to get a breakdown from a guy who played in the Super Bowl, former Ute. And uh, we just got tons going on here. We've got an NFL guest uh, from ESPN NFL Nation, Adam Teicher, uh, Teicher, who's going to join us uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. So you don't want to miss any of this. Come down to the warehouse, get some treats. Uh, 1825 South,
0: 300 West, 97.5 VKSL
2: Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the,
0: the, 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 the biggest name. You're locked into JJ and Alex with the insight and analysis on the teams you can't live without. Presented by G2G Bars. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: Everybody, welcome. I'm back. The JJ and Alex, 97.5 VKZL Sports, and a little Radiohead brings us back. I like it. Was that, Body Snatchers? Let's go. Uh, here's what we have. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South 300 West. I just became uh, another repeat customer over here. I got the pink comforter for the dog. One
2: down, three to go.
1: What, the, what did we say they were normally? 149? 149? You got it for 20? Nineteen ninety-nine. dollars ah. That's the deal I get. And you might as well have just walked out with, with not paying it
2: off. That's the deal you, you've I stolen get. stolen it.
1: Right. That's the deal I get. That's the deal you get. Okay? So come down. You stole that company. I know. Look at that thing. It's pink. It's beautiful. My daughter's going to think I'm the coolest dad on the planet. Good for you. Another time, another day I trick her. There you go. Uh, we've got tons to get through, of course, joining us, uh, as he does periodically. He is Matt Biamonte, Cougar Sports Saturday, kslsports.com you can read his byline there one of our BYU
4: insiders Matt what's up man happy Super Bowl weekend bro I can't wait for the Super Bowl man This uh, maybe the best Super Bowl matchup I feel like we've had in years It just this one has so many great storylines I cannot wait
1: well are you uh, I can't remember what your uh, persuasion was on teams you're not a 49ers guy you're not a Chiefs guy you're just a football lover I'm a Rams guy actually Oh, Which
4: well. shouldn't come as a surprise to you, but I like players on both sides. Like the NFL is such a great players' league, and there's uh, McCaffrey's awesome for the Niners. The Brock Purdy story is great. It's hard to root against Andy Reid, so it's it's a great Super Bowl matchup.
1: All right, let me explain something before you because you you mowed past this like it's something that is normal. Uh, as you would imagine, I'm a Rams fan. Now, JJ, let me explain this to you. <laughs> Matt's from American Fork. All right? or Pleasant Grove? No. Which one is it?
4: How dare you? That's my rival, Pleasant Grove man. Viking Sorry. pride.
1: <laughs> PG. That's like when I tell yeah, my don't wife. Don't make that mistake. That's like I tell my wife. You went to Springville High School, right? Oh. She's like, Blood <laughs> boils. How rude. So, so, he's he's PG born and bred. All right. Okay. But of course he's a Lakers fan, and of course he's a Rams fan, like you would expect. Get a life. Matt. I, adopted the Ra- I
4: adopted the Rams when they moved to L.A. Just for oh, the record. My God.
1: So it's a, it's
4: been. So oh, you,
1: you, you for the record it's a lifetime commitment
2: had. I was he's thinking had. maybe you like you served a mission in St. Louis no, or something. No. No,
1: none of that. None you of like, that. You like like the Rams no one never left for them when
4: thing. they were in St. Louis. Come on. We all know that. That's why they moved.
1: Yeah. Boy. Yeah, since since 2011 you've just been big time on uh, on the Rams band 2014
4: right now. Okay. if Sorry, you want all right. You're giving me too much. <laughs> well, do I knew mean,
1: that. good impressive. for you. Good for you. Uh, he might be a Rams fan. <laughs> well, well, we'll start off with Puka, though, because, you know, he didn't get the defensive player, or the offensive rookie of the year award. Uh, we were debating about it and whether or not he got slighted. But uh, I think what C.J. Stroud did with an awful uh, franchise probably eclipses anything that any other rookie could have done if they're not a quarterback.
4: I thought Puka got snubbed to the highest snubbery that's wow. ever existed in this award. Okay. I, look, C.J. Stroud had a really nice year. Like, and the point you made is a good one. Houston's been bad. He took him in the playoffs. That's all fine and good. His stats are solid too. But Puka did something that no rookie's ever done before. He literally had an historical season to where he'll have a jersey, if not some shoes, some gloves, put in the Hall of Fame. Like, if that's not definitive of the best rookie offensive player, someone who puts up historic numbers, then I don't know what is. Like, Quarterbacks put up C.J. Stroud numbers all the time. That's not unusual. He had a great rookie year, but it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. What Puka did and what and what he did with the Rams, too. I mean, Cooper Cup is hurt at the beginning of the year. He builds this rapport and is instantly just number one target. And even when Cooper Cup comes back, the production remains. And throw into the fact that he was a fifth-round pick, there were no expectations he would do this, and he puts up historic numbers. I thought it was ridiculous that Stroud won the award. It, it didn't make any sense to me.
1: He made his case? I don't, you know, I don't hate it. Like I was saying, I just I just I already know how quarterbacks get the uh, the, the, the nod. quarterback position, the
2: value of it is just so immensely higher than, than the receiver position. And that's really what it comes down to when Stroud had a year where he had 4,108 yards passing. His completion percentage was 63.9. I mean, these aren't just
4: average numbers; they're elite numbers. And his his quarterback whoa, whoa. was they're the whoa, They're not elite, JJ. They're they're really good, but sixty-three percent's <laughs> not elite. If we were talking seventy percent, now we're talking elite. We're almost getting to Brock Purdy
1: numbers there. Hey, there you go. Well, then now we're going into a different conversation. <laughs> uh, I get it. Look, I I see. I know I know exactly why you feel like he got snubbed. I totally get it. But I also know why the NFL. Always uh, prioritizes quarterbacks over uh, wide receivers. All right. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about BYU's signing day wrapped up. We talked with Jay Hill early this week. And uh, he has just been such a huge difference maker when it comes to recruiting. You can see the difference that he – we already knew that Fessy Satake was a really, really good uh, recruiter as well. I think that just as valuable as the calling the defenses for BYU, Jay Hill's ability to be able to lead that recruiting for all these guys, when Sione Pua walks into a, a house, when Fessy Sataki walks into a house, when Jay Hill walks into a house, they will, they're better at recruiting. They're just better at recruiting, and it showed this year. A year in now, they, they had one of the better uh, recruiting classes that they've had maybe in, in history, and certainly in a long time.
4: I can't think of a better recruiting class in the Kalani Satake era, and I think the number one reason they're a top 50 class, they're ranked fifth in the Big 12, is because of Jay Hill. And there's numerous defensive players that aren't signing in this class if Jay Hill's not the defensive coordinator. They flipped a couple linebackers right before the most recent signing day out of Fremont High School in California. One of them, borderline four-star recruits and look some of these Polynesian names are a little tricky, so I'm probably not saying this correct, but Naki Tuakoi from Fremont High School. Not uh, not my best pronunciation I've ever had, but he you know, they had to battle for him. And Jay Hill has embraced that. And this was this was a group or and I'm talking from the recruiting perspective that just did not really get involved in these type of battles where you had to work extra hard to get guys. And that cost BYU on the recruiting trail. And this year, they were winners on the recruiting trail because they won some of those battles. And it all points back to Jay Hill. That's The safety, Faletau Satuala out of Bountiful High School. That was a recruiting flip because Jay Hill and this staff recruited him hard and got him. So his his ability on the recruiting trail is is up there with maybe some of the all-time recruiters at BYU, and he's really changing the talent on the defensive side of the ball. There's so many good defensive names in this class, and that's that's the side of the ball that needs upgraded. We saw last year when with that top 11, they were pretty legit. But when Ben Bywater and others started to get hurt, the production fell off dramatically in the Big 12. Right. And this 2024 recruiting class, man, there's a lot of talented dudes on the defensive side of the ball.
2: Which player in this class will have the greatest immediate impact?
4: Man, I, I feel like I have to go with Follotau Satawala just because he, he was so dynamic for Bountiful High School. JJ, you've been calling, uh, following and covering yeah. high school football in this state for so long. You, you probably know better than anyone, but he was such an impactful player for them. And then I look at BYU. Kalani said earlier in the week he's going to start at safety that's a position where you, he could break in. Like, we don't know if Michael Harper is going to bounce back and be the same guy after the injury. And there's, there's not a lot of proven commodities in that too deep. There were serviceable guys, Ethan Slade, Crew Wakeley. They did a nice job, but the upside and the talent of Satawala could maybe overcome that. So I'd probably put him on, on the defensive side of the ball as someone who could jump in right away and make plays.
1: Matt Biamonte joins us here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, gives you some of these insights when it comes to BYU, when it comes to the recruiting trail. of Obviously, the next big one is going to be after spring. They're going to have a transfer portal situation that, you know, it's always exciting because I think they have conversations with people pre, I mean, post the season, right, uh, when the first transfer portal opens up and they go, hey, look, Let's be honest about what's going on here. And other players will say, I don't want to be here anymore, even if BYU says they want them or other schools say that they want them, whatever. Uh, So there there could be some other guys who are uh, going to be on the move. I would imagine that there still would be some guys on the move after spring just because that's the way it works out every year. Uh, But let's move on to some basketball here. The Cougs lose a bad one to Oklahoma. They give up 48 points in the second half uh, in Norman. They have a, a massive challenge because Kansas State, a team who made a deep run in the uh NCAA tournament last year is going to be coming to Provo. What are we looking at uh, this weekend with the Wildcats at the Marriott Center?
4: I feel like you're sort of looking at like a borderline must win here after dropping that Oklahoma game. The the margin for error, it's it's not as it's not as wide as you would think. be is in a really good position. They'll probably fall out of the top 25 or or they'll be right around there even with the win. Sure. Um they're slipping a little bit on some of the bracketology seeds, and they still have to take care of business at home. And what was disappointing about the Oklahoma game is they had lost three or four going into the game. They were not playing great basketball. And BYU, if they want to realistically get the five seed and play in Salt Lake City, which would be an enormous advantage for BYU – they have to steal some games on the road, and they just haven't been able to do that. And I think that's something that's held this group back is there's too many times specifically on the road. It started with the Utah loss, and it's continued to Big 12 play, where in the second half, they go on these offensive lapses, and it affects their defense. And then what was a tie game or a two-point game? It slips to eight, and then their confidence is shaken a little bit. And and this team, it's it's a positive and a negative, and a blessing and a curse that – there are so many players that contribute on any given night. It could come from anywhere. But the curse to that is you don't necessarily know where to go when things aren't going right. And I, that's a concern I still have where, uh-oh, it's a six-o run. Our backs are against the wall. Momentum swinging. We need a bucket. Who do we go to? There isn't a set person. And in the game of basketball, it feels like you have to have those type of players to be great teams. The great BYU teams in the past have had that guy. Jimmer, Danny Ainge, there's been other great teams that had key players that you would go to. No one's stepped up in that role yet. And that doesn't mean this team's not good. I still think they're really good. It's just in these situations that we've seen on the road, when things get tough and you need a play made, there hasn't been a repeated player to step up and make those plays. And I think that's that's a concern that I have going forward is they got to identify in those key moments, okay, nothing's going our way, clear out it's Dallin Hall or dump it down to the, whoever it is. They need someone to, uh, to, to help them in those situations, and, and I think that's been a problem on the road.
2: There's a debate going on in college basketball circles that the Big 12 is rigging the net system. <laughs> uh, there's obviously there's a lot of teams in the Big 12 up high, including BYU, who even after all the, you know they're, despite their conference record, they're eighth in the country in net ranking. I, I don't want to sit here and debate that, but what I do want to ask you is, are you concerned that the net ranking is maybe, they, this could come back to bite BYU later on, that they're maybe not as good as the the metrics are telling us they are? Um, there's there's non-conference strength. The schedule's 290, but that's not even that low in their conference play <laughs> There's several other teams that have similar but how concerned are you that some of these metrics are are Inflating BYU's value which could you know lead to uh, I don't know Maybe an overinflation of what we expect from them in the postseason
4: This feels a little bit like what the SEC does in football doesn't it? Don't don't uh, play anyone in the non-conference <laughs> and then you have a <laughs> yep a great conference get look I don't think anyone can deny, even the people who are saying that the Big 12 is rigging the system in their favor, that the Big 12 is still the best league in basketball. It's it's ridiculously hard. It feels like everybody can beat every team in that league at any time. And I don't, I'm not concerned at all that this will hurt them. I think it's actually the opposite. I think it'll help them in the long run. Uh, we have an interview on Cougar Sports Saturday tomorrow with Spencer Johnson where he said, hey, what's well, been so great about playing in the Big 12 even amongst the losses is that we feel like we're going to be more prepared than ever for the conference tournament and if we get to the NCAA tournament because in the WCC they were playing four games a year St. Mary's and Gonzaga that had any relevance and outside of that they weren't getting tested this this team is probably the most tested BYU team that's ever played in the history of BYU basketball and I think that will benefit them and I kind of admire some of these teams for taking a softer approach to non-conference. Try and stay healthy, which this team hasn't, and do what you can in conference play. But yeah, I, I think it's it's fair that people are pointing out that their non-conference schedule is weak, but... So what? Like it, mm-hmm. the Big 12 is so good in, in conference play that it it makes up for that. Right. There's there's no nice the it's on, in the Big 12.
1: Yeah, it's on purpose. you got to do it. I mean, if you're going to compete, you have to do it. I don't it. blame the league at all. Whatever. No, it's, it's what you have to do. I mean, it's just like we were saying. It's it's what the SEC does. It's how that you can put your program. If you have an advantage to be able to put your program on top of everybody else and get all the eyeballs and get all the money from, uh, you know, all this stuff, you got to do it. Matt Biamonte. We're way late on this one, Matt, but we appreciate all the uh, extra stuff here. And we uh, Thanks uh, once again. And uh, Cougar Sports Saturday, tomorrow, noon to 3, right here on uh, or on KSL News Radio, And, uh, of course, you can get uh, his stuff and Mitch Harper at KSL Sports.com. Thanks, Matt. We appreciate it. Thanks, Matt.
4: Have a good weekend, guys.
1: There you go. Matt Baimonte. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll chat with Tom uh, just right around the corner here. So stay with us. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Listen everybody.
0: Real life hypotheticals to get your brain churning. As JJ and Alex ask, would you rather?
1: Just kidding. All right, now we're welcome back, right? Christian, are we there? Super Bowl weekend. Here we are. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Our uh, very quick version of Would You Rather. You ready for this? Tom, I'm going to have you play. Okay? We're going to do a Would You Rather here. But we're at the warehouse, like I said. I've already become a repeat customer. This tends to happen a lot in my life when I come in and I see a deal. I got the uh, pink comforter for my daughter's room. That's comforter a- set for the daughter's room. got it
3: set. 149
1: 99 usually. I got it for nineteen ninety-nine. Hey, by the way, that's the friends and family price. That's what I got. That's what you're going to get it for. That's what I got it for. You can come down and get somewhere. We've got a handful more of them. Uh, 1825 South, 300 West. So here's the would you rather for this weekend. Would you rather, because the Super Bowl is upon us, it's kind of a fun I – love, I love the Super Bowl weekend. I know we make fun of it. But would you rather sit courtside in a Game 7 NBA Finals, sit behind the plate for a Game 7 World Series, or be in the $2.5 million suite at the Super Bowl. I'm not saying with Taylor Swift or any of that. Just you get the $2.5 million suite. Now, before you answer, J.J. has the inside scoop on what the food was, at the two, what $2.5 million in the suite gets you, Tom. You ready for this? Born ready. <laughs> Wagyu hot dogs, Wagyu beef hot dogs, surf and turf nachos, a full crab bar. Just all done. You saw it. It's all Dungeness crab.
2: Have you ever seen a crab bar before? That no, sounds no. amazing. This
1: big, like you know, you go to the, you go to like the nice buffets in Vegas, and, and the big ones crab legs. Yeah. You right? go to Grand
3: America. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. So the spread. Sunday. So it has Brilliant. like imagine the imagine the Super Bowl logo, right, and then a massive king crab that has its legs extended down, like it's part of like the logo, and then just king crab and S crab legs in front of you, for as far as the eye can see. All you can eat. Open bar. Uh, which interests you, of course, Tom. Uh, <laughs> let me see. What else was it? What am I missing? I do here? need a bar
3: to help me walk. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: What else is the, What else were all the things? It was all things like steak and there's surf and turf frozen nachos, frozen
2: cheesecake desserts, frozen
1: cheesecake desserts. Uh, there was the oh, burn ends burritos, oh, the burn yes. end, the barbecue burn end burritos. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff that was just high, high class. But it's also it's two point five million dollars for this suite. Seafood
2: so, stuffed potato.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Sit courtside game seven of the NBA finals, sit behind the plate of game seven of the World Series, or a suite, a two point five million dollar suite at the Super Bowl. Which one do you want?
0: Ah uh,
3: boy. If the Jazz are in it, I want the NBA. Okay. Um I I'm one of those blessed guys. I've been to the all of those. Right, events. you've seen
1: you've seen some cool stuff. I would take the Super Bowl. This I would too.
3: I think it's an easy. Game.
0: <laughs> that's a super. And I but love if, the NBA. But if
3: it was the Jazz, oh, see, courtside that's seats, tough.
1: yeah, and you go to the Toyota Club. Toyota Club. Yeah. they
2: have Wagyu beef hot dogs though? Who cares?
1: They'll fly them in I for care. us. They'll fly them in I for care. us. <laughs>
2: that spread.
1: That spread can't be beat. That spread can't be beat. If the but,
3: Jazz are played, who cares? Well, that's true. I'll take you to the I buffet. Know.
1: There you go. Okay. There you go. Nobody said the Jazz. The
2: Jazz in the finals would be unbelievable. Nobody even
1: sniffed the Game Seven World Series behind the plate. You guys are nuts.
3: Listen, I've got back into baseball last year, (laughs) and I can't do much because of a wheelchair and an oxygen tank. But my son and I went to Florida for the oh the World World Series of baseball or the World Championship. Yeah, those were cool. and it's it's as fun as anything (laughs) I've ever done. You
1: know why? Latin America passion, dude. You get those Dominican teams. Unbelievable. You get the Cuba teams. You get all the. It's amazing. And what I love about it. What I love about it is there's always a Cuban player that defects while he's here.
0: More than than, one. More More than than one. 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 They'll 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 sneak
1: (laughs) off to the team hotel. I'm going to McDonald's. I honestly don't think (laughs) the
3: government cares anymore. Yeah, they just can't do anything about it. Because they become incredible players here, and they have bragging rights. Right, they say Cuba, man. Um, The first game was USA against Venezuela. And my oh. daughter-in-laws from Venezuela. Oh, that's right. And it was Bonkers. nuts. Yeah,
1: Venezuela is good at baseball. Man, I
3: saw Japan beat Mexico. Ooh. I saw I saw two th- three USA games, including the Japan USA final. Mm-hmm. And I saw, um, sorry, COVID brain pitcher Japanese.
1: Yeah, uh, Shohei o- Otani. Otani. Yeah, yeah.
3: I saw Otani out Mike Trout. Trout. Yeah, his teammate. With a 106 mile an hour fastball. Not bad. And it was electric.
1: Yeah. Tom, speaking of electric, massive deals here. I already took advantage of the. Uh... Well, we're talking electric, so touch it. Oh, the yes, the massage chair this is right is next to me. The football 49ers chair. Appropriate for this weekend. You got the 49ers massage chair right here. It's all embroidered, full NFL licensed.
3: Massage chair, right incredible here. massage chair. Yeah, you'll find as much as fifty-seven hundred bucks. And I'll be honest, I found it online this week for twenty-three ninety-nine, plus seven hundred
1: dollars shipping. Yeah, it's a big thing to haul around. Yeah. So that's three grand. But you guys will deliver, right? I'm gonna
3: listen. I'm gonna do it for nineteen ninety. Oh, boom! Whoa, a Look at that. Off. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the non. Super Bowl one. The, Super, non, the non-NFL one. I'm
1: sorry, I have hiccups again. I'm gonna do that one for nine ninety-nine. That's a thousand dollars off the boom price. It's listed for boom at nineteen ninety-nine.
3: Thousand dollars off that boom price. Wow.
1: Boom, thousand bucks off of the boom prices on these on these massage chairs.
3: Now mattresses. Yeah. We gotta go because we're out of time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do mattresses, the sweetheart deal for mattresses. I'm gonna do kings down. We've never done kings down at this price. I'm glad you're sitting down, JJ.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm going to do Kings Down, starting at two ninety nine, three ninety nine, four ninety nine, and the big boy, the fifty six hundred dollar mattress, for nine ninety.
1: Boom! Let's go. That's insane. Huge! All right, Tom, another deal. Come down and check this out. Uh, if you're a 49ers fan, you roll that out on a Sunday. You're going to be you're going to be comfortable. You're going to be massaged, and you're going to get more than uh $2500 off of the retail on that thing. So let's go. One last quickie. Not that quickie is got
3: it. associated more with bedrooms, but I got you. <laughs> you're sleeping Jeez. on this, you're sitting on this. Yes. This leather couch. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Very contemporary. Beautiful stitching. Super comfy, too. I'm going to do it with the love seat. Mhm. 1000 bucks off. Oh. Wow. 1799
1: for both. For both. Wow. Okay. Boom. Boom! Boom! Prices all the way. We're gonna come back to Tom in just a few moments here as well. We're here at the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West, right here in Salt Lake. Come get some uh, snacks. What are these foam golf balls we got going on here? Those are the best practice balls you could ever get, man. For your uh, for your house. Let's go. Uh, we'll come back. We have got more to go right here. 97.5 5 EKSL Sports Zone.